Welcome back to episode, or, oh my, it's off to a great start. Um, let's redo that. Welcome to episode two of Authentically Curious. I am your host, Julia. I am so excited for this episode. I've been planning all week and I've been taking lots of notes, so you better be ready. I would like to give an update from last episode. I talked about how I was buying tickets for a Post Malone concert and I'm happy to report I have officially bought the tickets. Oops. Oops. Yes. We are so excited to go to the concert and I'm just super glad that I have the tickets. Um okay, this is really random, but I wanted to talk about it for a little bit. So, a couple of days ago, I got a paper cut, which may seem completely normal. Yeah, it is. But this was the first paper cut I've gotten since my childhood. Immediately when I felt the sting, I was thinking, what on earth is this? I haven't felt this. It's so nostalgic. And then (laughs) it got me to think about how when we're kids, we, um, when we're kids, we get paper cuts often and other things like getting shocked by a trampoline or something that happens to us pretty often as kids but subconsciously when we grow up we avoid those things which is so interesting because tell me when the last time you got a paper cut is and it's not like I mean maybe I deal with paper less that's actually might be why and I don't go on trampolines ever okay I think I just debunked my whole theory (laughs) The next thing that's been occupying my time is true crime podcasts. I've been listening to the podcast called Murder With My Husband. It's hosted by Peyton and her husband, Garrett. I'm telling you guys, it's the best podcast I've ever listened to. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Five stars. The structure is amazing. She does such a great job telling the stories. And I don't even like true crime that much, but she makes it sound so interesting that I want to watch it or listen to it. (laughs) And I guess that's all I have for my updates. Um, I've just been really busy, I guess. But in other good news, I am almost done with the math class I'm taking this summer, which also is... The last math class I ever have to take again. Woo! (laughs) Anyway, that's super exciting, but I've been so busy. All right, we're going to get into the, I like to call it the juice, the bulk, the meat of the episode, which is how to master your morning routine, the art of a good morning routine. I haven't really figured out exactly what I want to call this. But basically, I'm going to be talking about some different public figures, successful public figures slash celebrities 
that I have done some research on into their routines. I'm going to talk about their habits and what their daily routine looks like. And then hopefully you guys and me also, we together, we will be able to learn some new things and I want to try to get everybody picking up some good habits. So the first public figure we're going to be talking about is Mr. Elon Musk. You may know him as the founder of Actually, I don't know. Was he the founder of Tesla? Because I'm pretty sure he did fund, found, wait, what? He did start PayPal, I'm pretty sure. Might have to look that up. And then he also, you know, he's an investor and a bunch of other boring business things. Elon Musk plans his days into five-minute segments And I'm not exactly sure why he does that, but that was just something interesting that I read. He also gets six to six and a half hours of sleep per night, which I feel like is pretty good for an adult. That's pretty average, I would say. And he says that sleeping in affects his performance more than if he sleeps less, which is very interesting. And I actually feel like that's the same for me, too. Sometimes I feel better on six hours of sleep than nine and a half hours of sleep. If I were to be consistently getting five or six hours of sleep, I would feel super tired. But if I have one day that's less sleep or one day that's more sleep, I tend to feel better on the day that's less sleep. I'm not sure why that is. When he wakes up in the morning, he showers, get dressed, get dressed, gets dressed. Holy cow. He drinks his coffee and he skips breakfast. He says that showering is the most important part of his day. It gets his creative juices flowing. (laughs) Imagine if Elon Musk said he had creative juices. (laughs) He definitely didn't say it gets his creative juices flowing, but he did say it gets his creativity going or something. And it prepares him to face the challenges of the day. Now, that brings me to the first question I want to ask me and you guys, too. Elon Musk takes showers and that prepares him for the challenges of the day. And what can I do? What can we do to prepare us to face the challenges of the day? Now, maybe some people, it might be showering, maybe going over the routine of your day, what you have planned But I think for me, it's meditating and planning out my days ahead of time and just having a set schedule, maybe looking at that the night before. And I really think meditating and planning out my days will help me the most. Another interesting fact about Mr. Musk is, (laughs) about Mr. Elon is that he works 120 hours per week. That is just so crazy to me. He also goes to bed at 1 a.m. And he he's just so obviously very committed to his work. And obviously not everybody's like that. So I came to the conclusion that his routine is not sustainable 
though. Not sustainable for everybody. We're all not working 120 hours per week, getting six hours of sleep per night. So he's just on a different level, I guess. I don't really know. But it brings me to wonder, do we have to be that committed to be as successful as him? But also, he puts work over everything in his life. Like, there's no way he has time for enjoyable things on average unless he purposefully makes time. Which, honestly, don't you think he'd probably rather be doing work than doing anything fun? Because he's just a different breed. So, moral of the story, his routine is not sustainable for the average person, but it's still interesting. The next person I am going to talk about is Miss Kim Kardashian, one of my favorite Kardashians, actually. So, Miss Kim, why do I keep saying Miss, Mr.? It's like I want to be polite as if they're here with me right now. (laughs) Miss Kimmy... (laughs) Kim K, (laughs) I hate that. Kim wakes up at 5.45 and works out at 6 a.m. She wakes her kids up at 7.05, eats breakfast, gets them dressed, and takes them to school. She gets glam at 9.30 and they either film at 11 or she goes to meetings. And she also says she goes to the law office a few times a week. And they film their show during the day. And then after the kids get home from school, they go to bed. And she studies until 11 p.m. And obviously all of these routines for these celebrities are on their good day. So every single morning, Kim is probably not waking up at 5.45 a.m. She also says that she's very organized and micromanaged to the minute, which I thought was really interesting. I feel like being organized is super good, obviously, but I don't know how well I personally would do with being micromanaged to the minute. I feel like that's a little bit extreme, but I mean, you gotta do what's ever best for you, so if that works for you, definitely do that. This is my favorite part about what she said in this article. She said, um, I make sure I spend enough time doing what I really want to do, which is spending time with my kids. Those things will keep me sane when I'm overbooked. And here we are at our next question for the audience and for me. It's a reflection question. (laughs) What can I do or what can what can we do? to keep us sane while having a busy schedule. Now, I'm sure you can think of something. And for me, that's spending time away from my phone, reading, spending time with family and friends. Because sometimes I drive myself insane. Also, I want you guys to know, um, my nemesis right now is my phone. It's driving me crazy and I'm not even gonna lie I know I'm addicted to I don't even know what like I don't even like what I'm consuming most of the time I just do it out of habit (sighs) anyway I'm going to take the next week to intentionally 
work on staying away from my phone and I'll talk about that more later. The next guy, I just found out about him recently, which um, was actually today. But his name is James Clear. He wrote the book Atomic Habits. You probably have heard about it. I have heard about it. I haven't read it though, but I really want to read it after researching him so much today. The only way I can describe it is that he hacks his brain to change by forming habits that are really good. I don't know, but just... Oh. I can't even, like, he's a genius. So, James Clear wakes up, he showers, he gets dressed, he drinks a glass of water, he writes down three things he's grateful for, and reads 20 pages. So, already off the bat, he's doing so many good things. He's drinking water, he's writing down three things he's grateful for, and being grateful literally will change your whole perspective on life. I don't know. All I can say is it's life-changing. It's really, really helped me to become more grateful and thankful. And part of that is thinking about things you're grateful for daily or writing down three things. I think it's awesome to have a gratitude journal or just even writing down on a sticky note or even just thinking in your head. It just... I don't know. I I can't describe the feeling. It just is good. <sighs> and also, he's reading 20 pages. Notice how he's not getting on his phone. That's one of the key points. He says a morning routine should be simple and repeatable. Because if you have too many things that you want to do, you're not going to stay consistent with it. You're going to pick and choose what you want to do. So keeping it simple, the most important things, I think drinking water, writing down things you're grateful for, and reading are all 10 out of 10 perfect things to do right away in the morning. He goes to bed around 10.30 or 11, and a very interesting fact, he rarely uses his alarm, which is so strange. When I first heard that, I was thinking, Nobody is going to be able to do that because people have responsibilities in the morning. People can't just not set their alarm. So, obviously, the average person isn't going to be able to do that. So I don't really know why. Oh, yeah, he does that because he just wants to wake up whenever his body's fully rested, which is awesome. But, I mean, most people have responsibilities in the morning. We can't just not set our alarm. I would literally sleep till 12. <laughs> so also when he wakes up, he likes to sit in silence before he reads and do some deep breathing, which also we're coming back to the meditation thing. It's a great way to just start your morning off um, in a calm way, getting in touch with your breathing. And actually before this episode, I looked up if meditation actually does anything and the Mayo Clinic says that it helps you um something about being more calm I don't know you can look it up if you want the exact words but I mean if the Mayo Clinic says it that means it's true one of the most interesting things I've heard about anybody that I've researched this week is he gives his assistant 
the power of changing the phone or the social media passwords. So she changes the passwords every Monday and he doesn't know the passwords during the week and he does that so he can not be distracted and do what really matters to him which is writing and other things I don't really know exactly and he also doesn't get any notifications on his phone I'm sure he gets you know like phone and text but he doesn't have any social media notifications on and he doesn't go on social media during the week so he just logs in on Saturdays and Sundays which is so cool honestly I don't even know if I could do that but I don't know why though because it's not like I post a lot on social media he says that he's most creative in the morning so he schedules all of his phone calls from 1 to 4 p.m because he doesn't want to break his creative flow and he was asked about um how often he does this routine and when he misses it when he goes on vacation and he was basically saying that if I'm home for 46 out of the 52 weeks of the year and that means I'm doing my healthy morning routine for 46 weeks that's pretty good and since he's so strict with what he does he allows his days where he's on vacation for example to be more relaxed and not be so strict with his morning routine because he knows when he's home <coughs> he knows when he's home he's very disciplined in his routine he also says there are always emergencies that can pop up and take things off track my general rule is never miss twice it's so good but you have to be really disciplined to if you have a slow day to tell yourself oh it's fine i'll do it tomorrow or I'll wake up and read tomorrow, but you can't just say you're going to do it. You actually have to do it, but that's hard because it takes a little bit of motivation and then eventually it's going to take your discipline to be able to do that. That's a great thing to take away from James Clear is never miss twice. So this was my favorite thing that he said. Well, I mean, he was spitting straight fire the whole entire 17 hours I was listening to him today actually that was a total exaggeration but you knew that most unproductive or unhealthy behaviors are the result of slow gradual choices that add up to bad habits the good news is exceptional results are the result of consistent daily choices how true is that isn't this guy a literal genius I'm it just blows my mind He's definitely on my top five favorite people list. I'll tell you who it is. In no specific order, James Clear, Jesus Christ, Post Malone, and Kevin Hart. Those are my favorite people. Unintentionally all men, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so, here we are. We have arrived. Choo-choo, beep-beep. The train station has stopped. At our next reflection question, what slow, gradual choices are leading up to bad habits? So for me, that's being on my phone before bed and right away in the morning. 
it drives me nuts when I do this and I'm really going to try to stop. So throughout this next week, I'm going to be implementing all these things that I've talked about in the reflection questions and I will get back to you next week and tell you how it's went, how how it went. Hello. And hopefully you'll be able to you know, use your answers from the questions to help you get some better habits this week. And also, I wanted to give us a little bit of praise since it seems like we're always trying to better ourselves, but we need some praise and we need some good, what's the word, good reinforcement every once in a while. Not 100% sure about that. But next question, what consistent good daily choices am I making? I honestly didn't even write anything down for this one because I didn't know what to say because I'm really hard on myself and I feel like I'm not where I want to be or where I used to be, which is really tough when I compare myself to where I was. That was a different stage in my life. I don't need to compare I'm at a different time in my life, even if it's been the couple weeks since I've been back from college. My routine has completely shifted. I need to tell myself it's okay if I don't feel like my life is, quote, on track. I don't need to feel like my life is not put together just because I don't have all of the cool, good habits I had when I was at college. Like, for example, um, I was really consistent with my workouts when I was still at school, but obviously I work eight to five. It's hard for me to find the energy, honestly, to go to the gym, but I'm telling myself after this week of my class gets over, I'm going to start going. And I'll also update you on that. So what good habits are we making? So, um, honestly, I'm going to say for me, (coughs) oh my gosh, waking up early for my job. I've had to wake up pretty early. I mean, I don't know. I've had to wake up pretty early and I would like to give myself a pat on the back for never sleeping through an alarm or being super late. I've been late. Yes. Almost. mm, (laughs) I've been late uh, um, multiple times, more than a couple, more than more than I can count on a hand. But I have never been super late. What good choices are you guys making? Okay, that was your time to answer. Hopefully you answered. Alrighty. Last but not least, we're coming up on our final public figure which is Serena Williams. Now, there's mostly one cool, interesting thing that I wanted to tie in from her routine, but obviously she's a pro athlete, so her routine is pretty strict and very active. Serena goes to breakfast at 7 a.m., and then she does tennis, lunch, strength training throughout the day. And this is what got me to talk about her. At 4 p.m. she takes a dance class. So interesting, right? You never, never suspect that. 
So she likes to do cardio in the afternoon. She's tried running. She's tried a whole bunch of other things like Pilates and stuff. But she found that dancing was just fun. And it was easier on her body. But overall, she just had a good time. She didn't care if she was good or bad. She just did it because it was a way to exercise and move her body. And it was just plain old fun. Our next question. What can we do just because it's fun? We need something to lighten up our days. Especially when we hear so many bad things, bad news. And we need something just to have fun. And I love talking about the purpose of having hobbies. So that's kind of similar. You know, having a hobby, you do it just because it's fun. Um, Something I do just because it's fun is playing basketball outside. I do that every once in a while. And I love making jewelry. So I make bracelets and rings and stuff just because it's fun. I would really, really encourage you to do something this week just because it's fun, just because you enjoy it. It's totally worth it to take a break from your busy routine and all the stress. Just enjoy yourself for a little bit. It really seems like all of the successful people have a really good morning routine or just a daily routine in general. So I think that, I mean, if you want to be successful, you got to have good habits and you have to start building the habits right now because if you keep waiting and waiting, they're just going to become bad habits. And the point of this episode was just to just um, see what was cool about these celebrities' routines like Elon Musk working 120 hours per week, going to bed at 1 a.m. is definitely not sustainable. Honestly, I'm just terrified that he goes to bed at 1 in the morning. I would go to bed. Honestly, okay, real talk. I would go to bed at 9.30 p.m. every single night if I could. These people have so many cool habits. You know, it gets you to wonder, like, are they successful because they're so disciplined? Or are they disciplined because they became successful? So it almost forced them to become disciplined. Anyway, we can ponder that one. So I'm going to go over the questions again really quick and talk about my plan for the next week. Um... And hopefully, we'll build some good habits this week, guys. What can we do to prepare to face the challenges of the day? What can we do to keep us sane while having a busy schedule? What slow, gradual choices are leading up to bad habits? And what good, consistent daily choices am I making? And lastly, what can we do just because it's fun? Curtain closed well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode episode two of authentically curious i was really stressed out at the beginning of the week because i didn't know what i was going to talk about and then i stumbled upon the gem of who i think it was elon musk's daily routine and i was like oh i gotta talk about this
So I hope you guys enjoyed. I love talking about building good habits and I'm excited to challenge myself this week. Hopefully you guys are too. Um, I'm about to go to bed after I'm done with this. So you know what that means? I'm not going on my phone. I'll update you with my nemesis, the telephone. Next week, hopefully I'll have less of a hatred for her. But who knows? I just kind of feel like I'm always going to hate her a little bit. With that... Thank you. Stop. Okay. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. Build some good habits. Um, Let's talk about it next week, guys. We'll do a little recap. I can't wait for next week's episode. Episode three. How crazy is this? I hope you have a great day. And let's crush this week. Even though it's like the end of the week. Whenever you're listening just crush the week. That's all I gotta say. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to Authentically Curious. Cut!